Hello and welcome to Personalized Learning with Matt and Courtney. My name is Matt. Hey, I'm Courtney. I bet you all almost forgot about us. <laughs> it has been a while. Uh, uh, we've just been we just been busy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That's, yeah. Oh, that's it. <laughs> that's, yeah. yeah. Period. And we're done Period. here. Yes. We uh, have been busy. Lots yeah. going on. Uh, we continue to talk about the do do's and don't do's of personalized learning, however, yes. uh, which is what we're going to yeah. do today. Yeah. It's like, this might be another do do's and don't do's of pandemic learning, but it, it might well be because I think as we do this uh, here in mid December, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what's happened the last four or five months or so. Yeah. In this pandemic, because uh, we're still in it. There's a light at the end of the tunnel, I guess. And hopefully it's not a train, but. Yeah, I think, I think there is. I think there is. I think there's, I think people are excited to think about next school year. Yes. Of 21, 22. Yeah. And looking forward to being full in-person learning by next August. Well, Which, well, yeah, it's it's like well, we're we're hoping, right? Okay, it's yeah, it's a we'll, better we'll hope than what we had for, well, for this think, one. I think my my shaky okay there isn't just um, out of necessity because of pandemic, right? Like, mm -hmm. I think there's also an okay in there that kind of speaks to the um, potential for innovation of how we do education. Mm -hmm. Speak more about that one, Courtney. Well, I mean, you've heard us say it before, and I'm sure that um, this sentiment has been shared in many meetings in many districts and in many places around the country. But, uh, you know, the, uh, I'm going to paraphrase it. I don't know if I'll get it correct, but the Winston Churchill don't get a look, don't let a good crisis go to waste. Mm -hmm. um, and there has been a large movement in the education world to innovate for a long time. Um, and the pandemic kind of forced us to take some of those steps that, right, people in the, well, definitely in the personalized learning movement have, have pushed for, for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that in general and it, it is funny that say out loud by the way um <laughs> we're all thinking about it maybe for budget reasons because you're one of those people in a district who has to start putting together the budget for the next year now mm -hmm. or maybe because of that hope that light it the end of the tunnel that it may be possible next year right but either way for whatever reason that you're thinking about the next school year already um, don't just default back to doing what it, right, what it, what we've always done. Right. right. So let's, I think that's kind of where we were coming from today with like, let's just kind of like review some of the things that have happened in mm. the past uh, few months with education, because some really cool things have happened. Some really frustrating, hard things have happened too, but, um, it's worth it to kind of take stock of those things. So let's talk about some of the some of the negative parts of education lately has been obviously a lot of remote and distance learning, which means teachers are trying to learn new technologies and ways to engage kids kind of on the fly. 
yeah. when it's not ideal. Uh, I would I would frame that negative as yes, what you said, like the second half of that, of having to learn new modes quickly. Yeah, of like negative. super on the fly, and not just teachers, yeah. but kids too, right? Having kids to figure too, out yes. what does this look like in my house rather right. than in my classroom. And that's for right. both teachers and kids. Because distance learning in itself is not a negative. No, 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 not at all. But it is when you have uh, two hours to prepare because your schools are now closed to the public. Yes. And right. has been. For sure. Now for what, yeah. nine months, 10 months, something like that. So. Yeah, it depends on hard. where you're. I mean, there are, there are plenty of schools here in Maine that have been able to, um, for the most part, be open five days a week with all their, all their kids. That's amazing. That's amazing. I yeah. I know of some around the country, but they're usual usually in like super rural areas. But even since yeah. like October, November, they've had to minimize that because of you know COVID spreading through the winter. So uh, yeah. it's been it's been frustrating. No, I, you know, we'll yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens in January. But um, <laughs> there are there are still like a decent number of schools for for. For whom that's the case and it's because they're small rural schools that's that's why a lot of maine is small rural schools right that's that's very um, fair it's, yeah it's different elsewhere but so one of the so, go ahead one of the more positive no, no, things you, now you let's talk about the positive things then that have that have happened yeah. that, that that you've seen uh that we've seen uh so what are some of the things that that has happened out there in maine that you've seen um that... i think people thinking really differently about um what matters. So like attendance and um, like some of the, the traditional accountability, like has really become more about evidence of learning. Mm. That is interesting. It's a, it's a huge positive. That's a huge positive, right? Yeah. Is that something that you think might carry over into when we get back to like traditional in-person learning will, will attendance really mean as does. much okay i i'm hopeful because we've talked about I'm that a lot hopeful. uh i'm i'm wondering if people will just be so relieved to have people back right that it'll be like okay well thank goodness okay now i can go back to taking attendance and right kind of that evidence. Well, the safety of the known yeah. oh of course of course and yeah. you know everybody's going to be really happy to be back but yeah let's hope that evidence of learning being like the focus will be yeah. much more important and force right. administrators and state leaders to yeah. think about the bigger pictures, right? Yeah, yeah. I, like, I really hope that um, we see significant movements in high schools. And mm -hmm. I think the potential is real for that to happen because high schoolers can advocate for themselves, mm -hmm. right? And, um, they have had a much more empowered experience, right? In definitely last spring, maybe not so much in fall, depending on how districts organize things, mm -hmm. but they have had the much more empowered experience of having a looser schedule mm -hmm. of not necessarily having to be in the building at seven 30. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and I think they like it. I think they do and too. <laughs> it makes sense. And why not? Right? If the learner can prove 
that they are doing everything and their evidence of learning shows that they um, can do and understand what we're expecting them to be able to do and understand. Why do they have to be in class every day? I think that's going to force a lot of educators to rethink yeah. about how they deliver instruction. Yeah. That it doesn't have to be people in front of me. And I think, I think a lot of them have learned that they don't yeah. need to necessarily be in front of me because you're on a screen, I guess, technically you're in front of me, but yeah, not really, not right? Really. You, you're, you're, you're not. They, they, these people are on their houses doing learning where they live or elsewhere, but not in a classroom. So I think right. that, I think that's a super positive if educators yeah. can be like, this, this can work. And here are the kids that are advocating for that also. Um, and right. having a mix, I think, I think kids are going to like having the mix, the, the options to mm -hmm. go into school, right. but also realize they don't have to they can learn elsewhere okay. also. Yeah. So I think it's opened up the world right. for, for them and us uh, as, as educators. So I'm, I'm hoping that one continues. Yeah. So I'm going to call that a bit positive too. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a great, I think it's a huge positive. Um, I also think that there have been some positive changes around our understanding and embracing of um, engagement style is how I want to say it. And here's okay. my example, right? Is just because it's like on a Zoom screen and I, I it happens in person too, but I think people have, for what, how, whatever reason, the, the digital interface, video interface has just made people realize it or think about it differently. So if I'm on a Zoom call with you, I might be staring out the window, but I'm still paying attention right? Or I'm not turning my video on and I'm still engaging and participating in the class in the ways that make sense for me. Um, so that's what I mean about like engagement style is that kind of more awareness around that, that what I expect engagement to look like doesn't always look that way. So no more eyes up here. Right. Eyes on me, whatever that, whatever that yeah, phrase eyes is. On me. Yeah. It's yeah. like that. It, you're right. It doesn't have to be. Um, right. We've all been on thousands of Zoom calls at this point. And uh, first of all, if people's videos are on, mm -hmm. you see people like doing all kinds of different things. Oh, all kinds of things. Uh, yeah. Looking out the window. I, my, yeah. uh, I moved my office in my apartment. Now I have a window. My cat yeah. is over here. And occasionally <laughs> yeah. my cat has been on my keyboard. Yeah walking right by, you know, like that's everybody else do. does. Yeah. That's what cats do. Uh, you're still engaged. You're still listening. Right. You can still interact, but it doesn't have to be eyes on me all the right. time. And I hope that translates to back in the classroom also, that knowing that kids have different ways of learning and making it super apparent that even if they're not being seen, like I, I Zoom calls that you don't have to have a video on. Yeah. A, it screws up the internet most of the time for one. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think some other benefits that is just like more flexible um, schedules and flexible use of time, right? So teachers getting more used to 
really honestly a workshop format with like a shorter instructional right. section, more small group, you know, more individual type conference um, at staggered times. So much, I think that's a huge benefit. Right. So I've seen a lot of school schedules out there that have like those flex days and right. office hours things. Yes. And I think people are realizing that I don't need to necessarily instruct five days a week yeah. for 50 minutes at a time yeah. at this specific time. Kids drop in. I, th I think from what I'm hearing anyway, office hours have been extremely successful about yeah. kids being able to ask those one-on-one -on -one questions then or you know, via, via email or whatever platform you're using. Right. That yeah. it's, it's just school looks different these days. Yeah. That can continue. Yes. And that's a good thing. Right. For, for literally everybody at that point. Uh, it's, you know, it's work. It's, it's different. Yeah. But, you know, we, we talked a lot about uh, in, I remember last spring and early in the fall, the new normal. Yes. It doesn't even seem that new anymore. It's just like, no. This, it's not new anymore. This is just the way things are. That's and I, I think the way that school has happened uh, and is going to happen is just, it's now different than we're used to. Better in some cases, negative in some cases, but you know, we as educators and kids can get around those negatives and turn them into positives because that's yeah. what we all do. You know, if we, if something's not working, uh, we'll just try to stop doing those things, hopefully. Yeah and right. turn it into something that does work. Yeah. You know, and like really, I, yeah. really finding that more than it's just more about the class, more than just the classroom now, that the classroom is really wherever you happen to be. Right. I think that is like one of the biggest things that I've seen is like the classroom is wherever your computer might be or your yeah. phone might be or wherever yeah. you are. That's where you're learning now. Yeah. Because you can do anything with any of those devices now. Yeah. Zoom I think is... another thing that has, I think there's a couple other things too that have been really great um, positives of this is re the rethinking of how we use human resources. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that's one that's going to continue into future school years as we um, grapple with the, the, the spread of readiness levels that we're all expecting to see next year. Mm -hmm. That is so I, definitely I going to be true. That, yeah. Yeah. And I do, I want to make sure our learners, I'm putting this out there. I'm being very um, conscious of not using the term learning loss, mm -hmm. uh, which some people are using, which isn't fair to the learners. Like they've learned a hell of a lot. They've learned a hell oh. of a lot. Maybe not about you know spelling and reading and writing and science but they have learned so much um, yeah i'm just gonna say <laughs> learning loss as a statement is just dumb yeah it's, it's just dumb they didn't lose anything no they haven't lost anything. you know and, and you're right maybe maybe the academic subjects they didn't learn as much as they would have would before have, yeah. but also got so what they will yeah they will, but you're right. There's been so much more, yeah. right? We, we, we've talked in the past about, you know, habits of work and habits of mind and SEL stuff. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. yeah, nine months of that during a pandemic. Right. I think the kids are, I'm gonna say, I think they're ahead of where they would have been if it wasn't for the pandemic. So if there's yeah. any kind of blessing in disguise, 
they know how to navigate things that they did not know before. Yes, they do. And yeah. some with our help, some not with our help, but they're they're doing it and they're going to yeah. be better prepared for when they are adults than yeah. I think they would have been. I'm just going to say that yeah. right now. Yeah. Drop good. my microphone I, right now. Drop it. Yeah. That's Yeah. So stop and saying learning loss. I, stop yeah, saying it, everybody. It. Don't use it. They if didn't you lose anything. Talk, yeah, don't use it. They, if you want to talk about, use that long, cumbersome phrase, right? The law, the widespread of readiness abilities for different academic content. That's what it is. Yep. So uh, yeah, so I think we're going to have to use resources differently yep. next year, um, which is a good thing. It's a really good thing. It is a good thing. Is a good and thing. the last really good thing that I think has come out of all of this is is more attention on um, adult and school staff health and well being. Mm -hmm. I do think that Agreed. was good. That's not something for years we've been like SEL for the kids, la la la, but not so much for the adults. Mm -hmm. And it's it's not going to matter if your adults are frayed and stressed to the end. So I think yeah, I think that's been another good thing too. Yeah, I think so too. Teaching has I, always been a stressful, highly yeah. stressful occupation. Yeah, uh, teacher Twitter these days is very full of people who are almost at their wits end about stuff. Yeah. So the more we can support yeah. our educators, it's so much more apparent now than it was. So uh, if for everybody, but for teachers in particular, because they always yeah. seem to get pushed to the end. So I think uh, being aware of that is, is a positive. I, I would agree with that one. And moving forward, it seems like there's a lot of exciting things that are going to be happening with education, I hopefully. So. I think so too. I think so. Uh, we're so positive today. I know it's a good thing. Well, we're <laughs> going to have a new, we're going to have a new um, administration and a new, mm -hmm. so a new, new uh, head of education at the federal department of education. Mm -hmm. I think, I think, I think good things are ahead. I think so too. That's a good way to end uh, this not quite holiday special of personalized learning with Matt and Corner, but <laughs> ho holiday adjacent. How's that? Holiday adjacent special with Matt. That works. Yes, All right. perfect. We will be be back at some time. Uh, who knows when? You know us. Well, I'm gonna say we'll be back in January. At this point, we're not okay. going to podcast next week. We'll we'll take. We'll uh, take you say that. Minutes. You know, we were busy. I'm not podcasting next week with you, Mache. Well, so. I will be answer. I'll be uh, doing like those debates in Georgia. I will be asking questions of your empty chair okay. and put that one out. <laughs> <laughs> we are way done at this point. Okay. Yep. So we'll, we'll talk in January. Bye-bye. <laughs>